Hello and welcome to Bored and Sassy. I'm Val. And I'm Sam. And we're here to bring you Disney news, discussion, and opinions with a sassy grown-up bent. Today we're going to talk about Amazon deliveries to Disney, backdoor Disney, more silly shit, and feedback! So Amazon is doing same-day delivery within Orlando now for Prime customers. So I'm so conflicted on this because on the one hand, I hate you, Amazon. On the other <laughs> hand, I, I want this. Do either of our jobs exist without Amazon? Uh, yeah. Yours gets a lot harder without Amazon and mine almost certainly doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't think mine gets that much harder without Amazon. Oh, did you guys get off of AWS? Eh, whatever. No, I mean, th- that's, that's more, yeah, that's, if Amazon didn't exist, something would be something, filling that gap. Yeah, fair. Even if it's physical right. hardware. Right, so. but effectively but we're fair, both pretty yes. heavily, we're in that position that a lot of our friends are, including some who work for Amazon, where it's like this sort of necessary evil. Um, you could get like decent sunscreen on a trip though. Right. Like I instead be of being like, I have two right. choices and sometimes there aren't any that aren't like banana smell. Yep. <laughs> and for like a longer trip too, that would reduce a lot of the anxiety of like, right. what if I forgot X thing that I yeah. really want? Um, even if it's just like, I forgot Q-tips and right. I really hate the only ones that they have in the sundry shop. Yeah. Some people you know? it's like, oh, this will make it easier for you to pack because you can just buy shit. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking buy shit, but it does help the anxiety of like, what right. if I forgot something? Because there's almost nothing that you can't buy on Amazon, like including clothes right. or like fucking shoes. Like, that's true. Now, that's not to say that maybe everything available wouldn't actually be same day, like whatever. There could be limitations, I suppose, theoretically, but... But you um, still have more options yeah, than you did before more. if yep. you like go to Disney and rip all four pairs of pants that you brought in the first day (laughs) the only requirement is that your order has to be more than twenty dollars that's it like it you if you want to this article says if you want to deliver to your hotel go to the amazon prime now storefront type in your resort name with the word guest and your name after it and add the resort's physical address then place your order blah blah blah. uh it'll get taken to the front desk and be held for you there so you can just like go fucking go to the parks and then you get back and you're like there's my tampons right that's that's huge. Yeah, and that's a really good point. There are a lot of things that the sundry shops are not yeah, well equipped wait, on. Tampons that's actually is a really a, good that's point. That's actually a better point than I thought it was. I yeah. could buy a fucking Diva Cup. I could probably get OB Ultra Tampon. Like, sorry, but right. um, it's, it's Rather one of those, than like, what do they carry well, there? Like skinny, or, skinny Tampax right, or something? Or maxi like, pads if my period right. surprise came back after however many years it's been with the Marina. Like, it's, right. it's one of those things where there oh, that's are a good certain point. things yeah. you can get where like, and now granted, I bring stuff even though I haven't had my period in a number of years, but I don't really bring enough that if I had a full period, I would be okay. Um, and I think this really does open up more options. Like I don't have the kind of period that's going to work with the shitty, like little default normal people size stuff right. that they carry or like the times that we've needed moleskin or the times it was like, was... oh, we could buy a pair of scissors on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and get them delivered oh to the God, resort. That's a good point. And then just like leave them or like give them to the right. front desk and be like, do you guys need a pair of scissors? 
And they'd be like, I'm sorry, these aren't Disney approved scissors. We, we need <laughs> well, that's what we've done. We've, we've borrowed right, from the right. front desk before. And instead it's like, oh, we can now, just buy a cheap pair of scissors. You remember on our mini moon, we had to Uber to a CVS to get me stomach meds because oh, at we didn't yeah. have enough stuff. Yeah, at yeah. Disneyland. So, well, granted, I mean, so, we quote unquote had to Uber. We probably could have walked if I wasn't yeah, feeling great though. So yeah, like, exactly. Eh. Yeah, it's one but, of those. Whereas like... If I if find out that I only had, room. you know, enough stomach meds for one day or something because we were packing in a rush yeah. uh, at the start of a six-day trip or yeah. something, that's a totally reasonable option to just order, you know, like a, a single bottle of Gaviscon gets you like 75% of the way to the, the delivery yeah. requirement anyway. Yeah. So if it's, if it's same-day deliverable, that's an option. Yeah. It also reinforces that, like two-day or one-day delivery is still a very real option. Right. For I never, trips, ever too, think of that, of like, oh, yeah, you could. Now, granted, I don't know that I've forgotten much of anything right. in particular. Well, Amazon's one-day is a lot more common than it used to be on stuff, too. Yeah. So it's, that's even a I very viable option. they quietly option, rolled it so. out to, like, basically everything, to be honest. Like, Prime stuff, well, most they, things they are said, one day. Yeah, they said, they said they were going to be doing that. It's just... It's still a weird mix now. But. Yeah, it is a weird mix, but it's really interesting to see this. And I think especially like the thing is for me, I'm always just like, wow, this convenience measure is really nice because I have anxiety and whatever. And then I'm like, for people with kids, this is so fucking cool. Right. Like if you're going with a, a group of people, you're going with a family. Also, I wonder if it applies to stuff like Amazon Fresh and Amazon Pantry. And if you just like order a case of waters, <laughs> right. if you didn't want Florida yeah, water know. in your room. Like. Yeah. If, if it doesn't immediately, I'm sure it'll get there eventually. Yeah. I honestly should know the difference between Fresh and Pantry, but I fucking don't. Um, yeah. It's almost like you don't even work in that industry. almost like that's my actual job. Um, also, like dumb things like kid loses glasses strap or something like right. that or like or like you need other earplugs because are... you're going to the water parks right. or you need earplugs right. because you're oh, going yeah. to the park parks or you know swimsuits or shoes yeah like well that's what i was saying like you if know. your sandals broke right. you know like you can get a decent decent replacement so pretty legit that's, that's a, a lot of good options so damn you amazon but thank you amazon i know fuck you amazon but also thank you amazon <laughs> for existing i mean it's a real like it's honestly it's a really cool thing for folks taking disney vacations our second topic today <laughs> Is Backdoor Disney. Oh, man. Let us tell you the tale of Backdoor Disney. Patrick Spikes, who's 24 years old, I want to say. A smug little fucking white boy who used to work at Walt Disney World. Started a Twitter last October. He might have started it before, but the most recent iteration was last October. Called Backdoor Disney. Wherein he posted all kinds of unauthorized backstage photos and videos and oh wait he also stole somewhere between seven thousand and fourteen thousand dollars worth of goods and auctioned them off to people this might include buzzy from the wonders of life i was wondering he's there it may include i have not seen it confirmed but folks have speculated that it may include especially because of some of the things he has posted before um he sounds like a stupid cartoon villain and he's a little fucking idiot, and he got arrested and charged, and was tweeting from jail, and his Twitter is now deleted. 
Uh, it's still cached and obviously like Twitter still has all that information which I wonder if this kid knows because I'm assuming that it's that he's like oh fuck the evidence but like A (laughs) half the internet has fucking screenshotted your whole thing there are also Twitter backup tools that if anyone like I'm sure somebody has someone did that to this whole account because they expected it to go down Twitter right but even if not Twitter uh, doesn't fully delete your information until 30 days after you delete your account so if he signs in once or if they manage to be like, oh, we need to subpoena this before 30 days from now, all his data is still there. So all that evidence of the shit that he pulled is still fucking online. He also, his podcast is still online. I'm sure his website's still online. Um, he's clearly a fucking idiot trying to cover his tracks and he's going to fail. So let's let's talk about this too because first off, like... I don't I don't feel super bad for Disney itself. Like the company no. is not suffering from, no. from things being stolen. Some individuals might have had a hard time if their stuff got swiped. Yeah. Um, but what I'm most mad about from this guy's actions is that this is the guy that's making it so hard to get any kind of legitimate backstage perspective. Yeah. Because People like this just kind of ruin it. You know, it's the same yeah. as the people who took the videos in the Utilidors yep. and posted them everywhere, yeah. which now means that your your phones like have to be glued inside your pockets yeah. on the Keys to the Kingdom tour. It's really just kind of like, this is why the kind of behind the scenes, like break the rules and or laws type of accounts are bad because... There are a lot of us who like to see behind the curtain, who will do things like the Keys to the Kingdom tour, who will watch videos by folks who purposely go into the behind the scenes pieces like that Technology Connections one about the People Mover and all of its technology or the stuff that Rob Plays does or the stuff that, who's that fucking kid? I'm really bad at remembering. Offhand Disney and TPM vids and these folks who make interesting backstage videos. um, That's a different thing. There are a lot of us who like that piece of learning what was going on behind the scenes of watching those videos or reading books about like there's that book by the person who was a housekeeper like or or a, or janitorial stuff in the parks I forget. Like there are a lot of behind the scenes things that have a lot of merit and that are really enjoyable because you get to see behind the curtain. Um these types of accounts that are entirely based on, ooh, I'm doing something I'm not supposed to, and I'm showing you something exclusive, but it's also literally breaking rules that are there in large part for guest safety, um, are really awful because they do lead to further restrictions on guests. Um, and it's also not about loving the fucking parks for people like this. Right. It's about getting attention. It's about trying to make a shit ton of money by stealing things and selling them or by monetizing the accounts that you're sharing all these shitty things from. It's also, it, it encourages a behavior. Right. Even if, even if he wasn't stealing anything and all he was doing was trying to sneak backstage and get video backstage or pictures backstage, or even while he worked there, if he was doing that against the rules, it encourages that behavior because then it's like, Oh, look at all this cool stuff. Ooh, I can, I can get recognition for doing this thing that other people aren't brave enough to do. And then that encourages other people to do it too. And then you get, it's the same kind of thing as like, there are tons of YouTube channels out there of people like, you know, doing dumb stuff in like abandoned lots or like, or like trying to free climb buildings and stuff like that. It's like, this is just encouraging other people to, to do this. 
And the other impact here that I don't know as I've seen mentioned anywhere is that this is hell for cast members because you better believe that Disney will take one example of something like this and put into place a reactionary policy to do whatever they can right. to make sure it doesn't happen right. again. So there's going to, like, are people going to start getting screened on their way people leaving already work? Get like, I know, but, yes. but more, more, like, are they going to ramp that up? Are yeah. they going to, like, it's, uh, are they going to put barcodes on all of your costume pieces and you have to check them into a locker? And yeah, like, they do that. Okay, so. I I don't know much about how all of that works. <laughs> and granted, well, I know they do a lot them, of but... a lot of that stuff already, but it can always be more of a pain yeah. in the butt for these yeah. people. Yeah, and so. and it it is really like the piece about it encouraging bad bad behavior is is also a part of the key because when again most of the rules here are in place for safety reasons. Right, you shouldn't be walking around a lot of the places that people like this walk the fuck around in. So, it, because it's dangerous. And so you do it. And so, okay, then an 18-year-old decides he's going to do it. Then a 16-year-old decides he's going to do it. And he fucking falls and he kills himself. Like, that's the thing that you worry about is that it's encouraging this behavior because it gets you so much attention. And it makes right. you a legend because you did this thing you weren't supposed to do. Um, and the concern is that... Other people will try to do it. And eventually one of them is going to seriously hurt themselves. And even if, or even if not, Disney is going to get more and more and more and more restrictive about things because of that kind of stuff. So like, obviously this is all going into sort of slippery slope territory in terms of how we're talking. But basically this kid's a fucking asshole. Um, And he's the reason we can't have nice things. Basically. (laughs) And he's smirking in his fucking mugshot because he's a prick who probably thinks he's going to get away with it. And honestly, he probably will because he's a young white guy. Um, although Disney's like, I feel like there's probably a level of vindictiveness there about like this former cast member who kept sneaking onto property and stole Buzzy and shit. I don't think Disney will let their lawyers let him get away with that yeah. too easy because they need to make an example of any cast member who actively steals from them yeah. to profit. But I do because, think that, like, you know, I, I, I still wonder about our justice system and white boys, but I, I it's, yeah, he's a... Uh, I mean, the, the, like the thing to remember about our justice system is that our justice system favors white boys when, say, the state is prosecuting yeah. or something like that. When Disney and a big pile of money are Disney's prosecuting... Disney's a victim here. L- right, well, they, they have mm-hmm. a big pile of money and they have really good lawyers because they need them. So, yeah. you know, all bets are off. I don't know. I think I think the hammer might come down pretty hard on him for this because this is, I mean, this is grand theft costume. Like, Well, and he's also like, he's honestly a repeat offender. Like, yep. I think that's the issue too, is that you can really easily demonstrate by his Twitter, which I'm not suggesting anyone should try to somehow social engineering hack the password to and reactivate and then definitely archive. But, uh you can look at his Twitter to see the fact that he did this kind of stuff over and over and over again. Right. So there's there's definitely a pattern of behavior here. It's not like, oh, I just did one bad thing and please don't ruin my life, governments. Like it's, he right. continually engaged in this behavior because it got him attention and it got him money eventually, you know? Yep. 
So I hope that he gets put the fuck away and ha fucking ha, because he's also one of those dickheads who anytime anyone on Twitter was like, hey, you maybe shouldn't do this thing. He would just be like super troll about it and just pull a fucking attitude. And honestly, like it is really satisfying to know that he got fucking arrested and charged over it. I was so happy to read this news because like, That kind of behavior just rubs me the wrong way, too, especially for something that is central to a a whole fandom to just be abusing that trust. You know, it's like like you said, they're not they're not serving the fandom, even if there are some people who are like, oh, I'm like morbidly fascinated. Or some people who are like, wow, I really do want that merch that you're that that shit that I'm going to buy from you that I shouldn't have. Right. I get the impulse, but we can't fucking do that. No, like it's just so different than being interested in the park um, for like good and normal reasons. And it goes into like art thief levels of like, it's just, you're just a shitty person. So if you want your behind the scenes fix, Val mentioned a bunch of great YouTubers that go into some of the details of how things work. There are also great tours and very long trips through backstage areas that yep. you can sign up for. Did I mention for. Disney Dan? He does. I feel like oh, he yeah. releases infrequently, but he does yep. some stuff too. Yep. Um, it, it, there are the behind the scenes tours that are great. There are plenty of books. And also you can do a lot just from being in areas you're allowed to be. One of my favorite things about Disneyland, for instance, was going up on top of the Ferris wheel that Val would not go near. Um, I could see so much from up there that, I mean, it's not like you're not supposed to see it from up there. It's just they can only do so much right. to, to guard there. And one of the coolest things for me was actually looking down directly at the pool below and getting to see the whole apparatus used for whatever that show. I um, knew you were going to look. You're looking at me like I was going to know the name of it. Um, like Colors, colors of Disney or color, something. Color. Lights. Color, colors. Lights. Colors. Uh, Disney lights. Colors. Disney land. We're both fired. Color. <laughs> oh God, it's not auto correct. It's not auto populating. Uh, world of color. World of color. Jesus, that was painful. Um, world of color. World of color. Like we said all along. Yes. I'm not editing that. Um. <laughs> you shouldn't. It's funny watching us be awful. Oh yeah. Um, but that was so cool to just see how that yeah. all works. And I've always been fascinated, like, watching after Illuminations, rest in peace, or almost, um, watching the the boat go around and do the, yeah. the checks and everything yeah. and resetting stuff. Yep. Um, and then, actually, uh, when we were when we were there at the same time as uh, Robin Cat, we got to see the globe actually go back in. Yeah, that was neat. Through the bridge. Yeah. And all we had to do to see that up close. We're just to like, see that we're there a little bit late. Hang out like, a little late, fine. which is totally fine. Like, it's not we're allowed rules. to be there. Yeah. We're not allowed to go on rides because they're right. closed. But and it's just such a it's it's just such a different thing when you engage with it in ways that are still operating within the rules of society. And the theme park um, versus deliberately breaking them because it's going to get you attention. That's the problem. Don't do it just for the fucking lulls. And like that, like that's, that's what it boils down to. He's like a fucking old school 4chan troll, um, which I get if you're 24, I guess. Like, I get it. You're a young kid. You're young, invincible white boy. Right. You think that every, like it's, I get it. 
it, on the one hand, but like also you can't fucking do that shit. And again, like just the fact that he was such a dickhead, I'm like, ha ha, how's it fucking feel now, asshole? The, the last point too is that if you really want to see backstage, get a job. <laughs> right. Like Just you can get a fucking job. It's I mean, I'm not going to guarantee that you personally, the listener right now can definitely get a job there. But if you're really motivated to see how it works behind the scenes or get involved in some ways, that's a large part of the reason why a lot of cast members end up working there. Right. Is that they're they're so enthusiastic and curious about how that experience happens for all of the guests yeah. that they become a part of it. Let's just keep our love on the love side of things instead of on the breaking the rules side. And now it's time for the silly shit in Disney films corner. I tweeted this the other day and I apparently had tweeted it before one of my friends was like, you've tweeted this exact thing before and I love it. And I was like, great, that needs to go in uh, a silly shit segment. When Hades gets angry, his fire hair turns red. And then when he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm cool. His hair turns back to blue. That's not how fire fucking works. Blue <laughs> is hotter than orange. And I almost feel like we've recorded this specific one before, but we definitely haven't. But I know that I've yelled about this before because it like periodically dawns on me again that they use red orange fire to indicate that he's like running extra hot. And in fact, normally he's way hotter than that. So... We've definitely yelled about Hades before. I don't think this has come up, I agree. Not on the podcast. Now, I'll admit, this falls into one of my weaker science categories. I'm not the best chemist, but blue fire is not universally hotter it's than It's not fire. universally, but it's but like... But for, for a basic oxygen or propane-fueled uh, fire, it's going to be the case. Yes. Right. The, the hotter part will be blue. Um, and I could go into the details of why that is or might not be, but I'll admit I don't totally understand them completely because I'm not that good at that part. Of All science. I know is that we're teaching children the reverse of what is true, which is that blue, blue cold, fire red, hot, is cold, blue, cold, red, hot, and red is hot, which <laughs> isn't fucking true in fire. It's not true. And also James Wood sucks. What? What? Where did that come from? Um, it, it just, it, it really made me laugh when I like re-realized it. Like, for fuck's sake, like. Granted, there is, there is some fantasy precedent for blue fire being cool, but I don't know. It's kind of a trope. Like. Bitch, what fantasy are you reading? I don't, I don't, I can't think of any examples. I, I actually can't off of the top of my head now, but I, I know I've, I've seen that like. You know, cold magic is blue flames or something. I don't know. I don't know. Write in Sam's and tell us examples up. of of Sam being wrong. Please um, do. <laughs> I don't. I I just don't remember examples of that particularly. Um, but it is it is funny because it's like they just went with blue is cold and red is hot, even though the opposite is true with fire. And like that's dangerous because children might think that that blue fire is not hot. That's a lie. 
<laughs> I really hope that people <laughs> are teaching children that don't touch all any of fire. the fire. Right. Touch zero fires. This right. is why I'm not a parent. It is technically possible to make a cold flame, but it's what? a weird... Yeah. I saw this video the other day of, of how you can do it with this like weird plasma effect where you can make a flame... That doesn't burn your finger. I don't like that idea. It's really weird. It's really weird. You could also have that shit that... Like, maybe Hades is just made of that powder that makes flame turn different colors. Yep. So that's why it's always blue. And then the actual regular fire breaks through when he gets mad. That's like cobalt or something. It's magic it. power. I don't know. Yeah, it's I guess usually it's just, the aesthetic it's just and that's minerals why. or metals usually in those things that yeah. just burn that color. And I get that that's the aesthetic and that's why, although that also weirded me out in the ColourPop Disney Villains collection that I'm lounging on right now because I, it's still in this box next to me. Um, his color palette stuff is all like oranges and peaches and stuff. And I was like, why the fuck? That's not what Hades looks like. And then I was like, oh. It's because when he gets mad, he's that like orangey color. But I was like, I was so super only confused. put on that makeup when you're mad. Hades. Angry makeup, Hades. No, I was, I was just super confused. I was pulling it out. I was like, why the fuck are these colors this way? And then I was like, oh, also because obviously Ursula was gonna win out with the blues, so they That's had to true. give him something else. Anyway, please tell me if I'm wrong about how fire works, or if you know more about what this kids talking about about how blue fire is not always hotter than whatever but uh yeah please if i'm ever wrong about science shit in these segments like please just laugh at me uh because i'm old and i don't pay attention to science anymore as much as i used to tell Our final segment today is feedback from our friend Amanda, who said, finally getting around to listening now that the semester is over. So on episode three, read Judy's meter maid vehicle, I have a follow-up question. Why has there never been a small cop when little Rodentia exists? Has there just never been a cop there? Is that why the rodent mafia is so rampant? This is such a good point. It's such a good point! Because, like... They, everything else in this society, remember the train sequence where every different sized animal has a different way to get off the train. There's like the tiny little tube and then there's like the giraffes. Fucking lemmings and shit and the giraffes. Yep. And, but law enforcement. It's only big animals. I don't understand. Because like. That's the whole thing. Again, as we've discussed prior, previously, when I brought up the small vehicle, um, it's not that she's the first, like, cutesy animal thing. It's that she's the first small cop at all. Right. Like, it, she's she's the only one that's like that. Like, they're not all carnivores. They're not all a particular family of animal. They are just all large animals. Right. And so, like uh, the, the like non predator examples too are like elephants. Elephants. Right. And they're all like huge, huge animals. Yeah. They're all large animals. And so clearly like, and because of the fact that Judy hops is in that class with all those huge animals to Amanda's point, it stands to reason 
that there isn't a police force in Little Rodentia because if there was, she probably should have been over there instead. Or there, like there, if there were different sizes of cop organized, like if it was just that the big animals have one set of cops and then there's another set for the medium animals and there's another set for the small. Right. If that was the case, you would think they wouldn't have put her in the big main Zootopia cop class and then police officer station like if there were other options you would put her somewhere else so clearly it is just that there's no fucking cops in little rodentia which is why maurice gets to run around and do whatever the fuck he wants i mean essentially i think that's i think that's the plan is they're like oh we're not gonna we're not gonna lower ourselves to have tiny cops so instead we're just going to expect the rodents to self-organize and they'll be fine we'll let maurice lamarche handle it that's fine that's fine or that or they just occasionally had like a rhino stumble over there and threaten to pound the whole place down if they don't behave right you know the the (laughs) usual intimidation uh it's it's such a good point and i love that point like if you have stuff like that that you're like thinking through this or you hear us say something and you're like oh well here's another good question off that like totally send us that stuff because we love it um you can do that just you know tweet us at bored and sassy or um use our contact form like amanda did that was the first non-test response to our contact form and it worked Woo! the internet that was a very enthusiastic woo (laughs) Woo! it's almost like it's 80 degrees in here Thanks for listening. That's been episode 12 of Bored and Sassy. Again, please feel free to leave us feedback. You can go to our website, boredandsassy.com and click on contact. It will have a uh, form by Google uh, that will be able to... It didn't trigger. Good. It worked. My plan to not trigger my phone's assistant worked. Uh, there's a there's a form that you'll fill out, and I'll get an email about it. Um, you can tweet at us at bored and sassy. Actually, I forgot another piece of feedback. I think that someone gave on Twitter. Hold on one second. <laughs> Cue re- Jeopardy theme. Do, 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 do. Nope, just kidding. That's actually one that we're going to use in another episode. I wanted to make sure it wasn't actual feedback. Uh, No, it was another like quandary for kind of the silly shit stuff. Um, So yeah, go. I'm sorry, Disney quandaries? Oh, God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) I walked right into it. Disney quandaries. No. We're renaming the segment. No, we're not. (laughs) Um, Yes. So Twitter, bored and sassy. Follow us. Tweet at us. If you're our friends, just say shit on Facebook and we'll talk about it on the podcast um, if you so desire. So that has been our episode. Thank you again for listening. Bye. Bye. Test record. Test record. Test record. We're gonna do a fucking test record. Looks good. I have an ice cream problem.